This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, December 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. COVID talks offer new ag aid. SNAP boost. Ag groups fine with Vilsack. And bipartisan bill enlists USDA and climate aid. Pelosi, we're close on COVID deal. The House has passed a new stopgap spending bill to keep the government funded through next week and buy more time for negotiators to reach a deal on a new coronavirus relief package. Meanwhile, we have a better idea of what could be in the package for agriculture and nutrition assistance. According to a summary obtained by AgriPulse, a bipartisan proposal that negotiators are working on would allocate $13 billion for agriculture. The summary doesn't specify how the money would have to be spent except for $600 million earmarked for fishery disaster relief. In a potential win for Democrats, the bill would authorize a 15% increase in SNAP benefits. You can read more about the bipartisan proposal at agripulse.com. State of play. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi indicated yesterday afternoon the talks were still making progress. I think that we're close. That's what they tell me, those who are negotiating, she told reporters. Two of the key issues continue to be business liability protections and aid for state and local governments. Farm groups praise expected Vilsack nomination. Farm groups are welcoming President-elect Joe Biden's expected selection of Tom Vilsack as Ag Secretary. Here's a sample of some of the praise that Vilsack is getting. Zippy Duvall, the president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, said Vilsack, quote, earned a reputation for rising above partisanship to serve farmers and ranchers. Colin Woodall, CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, says Vilsack is adding another chapter to an already storied career in agriculture. He has the unique skill set to be able to hit the ground running on day one. Todd Van Hoos, president and CEO of Farm Credit Council, said Vilsack would be a strong advocate for farmers in rural America. Vilsack's comprehensive knowledge of agriculture and passion for rural America was evident during his eight years under Obama, Van Hoos said. You can read our report on what Vilsack nomination would mean again at agripulse.com. Bipartisan bill aims to boost trillion tree goal soil carbon. A new bipartisan Senate bill is intended to promote carbon sequestration and help meet a goal of planting a trillion trees worldwide by 2030. Introduced by Delaware Democrat Chris Coons and Indiana Republican Mike Braun, the bill would authorize $150 million in loan guarantees so rural landowners using sustainable forestry practices could participate in forest carbon markets. It would also authorize $10 million annually for USDA to ensure an adequate supply of seeds and saplings. The bill also would require USDA and the Interior Department to monitor the net stock of carbon and grassland and require USDA to set goals to increase the net carbon stock in American forests, grasslands, wetlands, and coastal blue carbon habitats. Now take note. The bill is backed by an array of conservation groups, including the Nature Conservancy, the National Wildlife Federation, Environmental Defense Fund, World Wildlife Fund, and National Audubon Society. White Matters 
Well, a study in science last year inspired the legislation. It found that 205 gigatons of carbon, about two-thirds of what has been produced by humans so far, could be sequestered by restoring 900 million hectares of forest and woodland canopy cover. USDA sweetens continuous CRP. USDA is boosting incentive payments from 5% to 20% for installing practices on continuous conservation reserve program contracts. USDA's Farm Service Agency also says landowners will get a 10% incentive payment for water quality practices on land enrolled in CRP's continuous sign-up. Ferd Hofner, the senior strategic advisor at the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition, called the announcement a baby step to help reverse steep cuts in the payments during the current administration. During the Vilsack years, CCRP contract holders could get 40% practice incentive payment at a 20% rental rate bonus. Farm groups sound alarm over U.S.-Mexico spat. The Trump administration is aggressively investigating the alleged harm that imported blueberries, strawberries, bell peppers, squash, and cucumbers from Mexico due to U.S. farmers. And some of the biggest U.S. farm groups are warning the case could result in harm to the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement and eventually result in retaliatory tariffs. As our industry continues to recover from COVID-19-related market shocks and supply chain disruptions, the last thing we can afford at this point is additional uncertainty and higher tariffs. Groups such as the American Feed Industry Association, American Soybean Association, National Association of Wheat Growers, and the North American Meat Institute told U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer at a letter. Growers most affected by Mexican imports are adamant that the U.S. take action. Fresh strawberry imports from Mexico increased 417% from 2000 to 2019. Florida's strawberry growers lost 36% in market share. The Florida Strawberry Growers Association told USDR at a hearing this summer. EU farmers fear turmoil after Brexit. The U.K. and European Union are in last-ditch talks to try to reach a trade deal before Britain exits the EU on December 31st. European farmers and food companies are worried about the potential economic turmoil that could ensure if an agreement is not reached. The U.K. will leave the single market and the customs union, which will mean customs procedures, regulatory burdens, and rising transport costs. Some of Europe's largest farm and food organizations said in a statement yesterday, a no-deal scenario with the imposition of tariffs and heavy customs and requirements will create a dire situation. Whatever the outcome of the negotiations, we encourage the EU and UK to put any acrimony between them in favor of a strong and productive relationship for the benefit of all. Minor changes expected in today's USDA report. Grain market analysts and economists are expecting few changes in the monthly World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates report due out today. Farm Bureau economist John Newton says USDA could either slightly adjust corn and soybean demand numbers or wait to do so in the January report. 
Commodities broker Craig Turner said USDA could adjust soybean exports based on recent sales numbers. USDA didn't change export estimates in the last report. Here's today's He Said It. I think he did an outstanding job for eight years, and he'll do an outstanding job for no more than four years. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa on Tom Vilsack's expected nomination as Agriculture Secretary. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, December 10th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.